welcome to the Movie Journey Podcast, where we break down every film from the IMDb Top 250 list, giving our own thoughts and reviews and any general discussion along the way. My name is Daniel Henderson, and if they had told me podcasting with Dean was going to go for 15 years, would it have been easier to endure? No, no, it wouldn't have. And I'm Dean Jeffrey, and if they told me that I'd be podcasting with Hendo for 15 years, I'd bite off my own tongue too. Way to piggyback off mine. <laughs> I mean, I had something, but then I heard yours, because I thought that's where you were going to go. I was like, wow, you really That is the this. superior <laughs> quip. Mine is absolute garbage. I was like, how did you not use the biting off tongue? Amateur. <laughs> and today we're breaking down Old Boy. Old Boy. Probably. I have no idea how the Koreans say it. Probably not Old Boy. <laughs> but you never know. Old Boy. Maybe they do it like that. So, Old Boy released in 2003, starring Choi Min-sik, Yuji Tae, and Kyung Hee-jong. After being kidnapped and imprisoned for 15 years, Ode Su is released, only to find that he must find his captor in five days. Directed by Park Chan-wook, who has another film in the top 250, Dean, it is The Handmaiden. Nice, no doubt. We'll get to that one day. Eventually, provided it doesn't skip out of the list. Hmm. Cinematography by Chung Hoon Chung, who also did the cinematography for The Handmaiden, and also did the cinematography for It, Chapter 1. Ah, the inferior It. No. <laughs> You're saying that Chapter 2 is better? Yes. What? No one thinks that. Well, right now I do. Music by Young Wook Joe, who also did the music for The Handmaiden. So they've all worked pretty close together with their films. Which obviously is often the way with a lot yeah. of filmmakers. When like, you, when you get not? a good crew together and it works well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, bit of trivia here, Dean. Number one, Choi Min-sik trained for six weeks and lost 20 pounds to get in shape for the role of Daesu and did most of his own stunt work. In shape? Yeah. I mean, you look at it. There's a, a scene at the start of this film where he's you know, he's overweight and he's drunk. And then you, you compare it to later on in the film. Do you mean at the police station? Yeah. That was literally the last thing they filmed, Hendo. <laughs> it's true. I, I just realised I did see that trivia. I got you there with trivia. <laughs> I didn't remember that I did see that trivia. But I imagine that's what he kind of looked like beforehand. Oh, that's some imagination. Yeah. Well, it said he lost 20 pounds. I mean, I think, yeah, it's more just he had to look like he had been in a room for 15 years. Number two, four live octopodes. I thought it was octopi. Yeah, it is octopi. So what's octopodes? Maybe it's a different type of octopus. There's every chance. Anyway, they were eaten for the scene with Daisu at the sushi bar. A scene which provokes some controversy abroad. Eating live octopus in Korea is a common place, although it is usually sliced first. So not really live then, if it's sliced. It's still moving. Yeah. Would you eat live octopi? Like the way he does? Nah, would you eat the slice version? Would you eat it if they sliced it and it was still moving on the plate? Sure. Would you chew it? No, I'd let it sit on my tongue and move around. No, I mean, it's either chew or swallow immediately. I'd chew it. I'd probably go both to see the, uh, see the different reactions to the slice. <laughs> I wonder how long the slices are, though. Oh, you don't think they'd be like the little circles? I don't think they're like centimetres long. What do you mean? Are you saying like they're gonna they're gonna cut it down? No, the- no, no. They'll cut not down. They cut it like a carrot, like a circle carrot. I mean, you, they're literally they're not julienne. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not julienne is how. Well, you're not thinking. It's not gonna be a, a like a thick scallop type thing. Why not? How would you know? I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm bringing up a conversation here, Dean. Will I mean, they go super thin slice, like paper thin, or will they go big thick chunks? Do they eat the head, or is it just the tentacles? Is it a head? Well, I mean, he puts the head in first. Is it the head, though? Do octopuses have heads, or do they call it something else? Body? 
Yeah. Is it a body with eyes? I think it's a body with legs. Multiple legs. Well, they have eyes. Multiple delicious legs, apparently. I had sushi today. Did you have octopi? Disappointing. It was dead when I ate it. <laughs> How Was it paper thin? Did they go julienne? I don't know. I didn't. Did you get eight it. pieces? What? I just ate it. <laughs> get you off got- my case. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. This is the second one of director Park Chan-wook's Revenge Trilogy. The first is Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, which was out in 2002. And the third is Lady Vengeance, which is out in 2005. I don't think these films actually have the same storyline going through. I think it's just a common theme of vengeance. Or revenge, as the Revenge Trilogy would have you suggest. Disappointed that they couldn't shoehorn the word vengeance into this film's title. Maybe this should have been the Vengeance Trilogy. Maybe it should be Old Boy's Vengeance. If it was going to be Revenge Trilogy, wouldn't it be Mr. Revenge and Lady Revenge? What about the Vengeance of Sounds Old really boy. bad, though, when you got Mr. Vengeance, and then at the end is Lady Vengeance, and in the middle is Old Boy. Why is that bad? I mean, have them all together. Old Vengeance. Old Vengeance? Boy Vengeance. I feel like you go in the tutelage of Pi May route and go, the Vengeance. Captain of, Vengeance. Of Mr. Old Boy. <gasps> Nailed it. Wow. I'd watch that movie. Yeah, of course you would. Number four. Ode Sue bangs his head right after stopping- <laughs> Bangs more than that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right after stopping Midu from reading his diary. Did you see that scene? By the way, of course her name is Midu. <laughs> Reverse the name. <laughs> the English translation. <laughs> Do me. Wow, Hendo. Did you remember the scene where he bangs his head after he grabs the diary is off of her? No. Because I did notice that as it stood out. I was like, that was weird. Like, that wasn't, didn't look like it was intentional. It wasn't scripted, but they kept it in because- Reasons. Park Chan-wook said it was for comedic and emotional value. Mm. How about the emotional value? I mean, I teared up. I laughed. (laughs) You teared up, did you? You don't even remember the goddamn scene. (laughs) Number five, budget $3 million and worldwide gross $15 million. Hey, nice. Yeah. That's a win. Well, I think this came out internationally in 2004, and that's when it really picked up. Speaking of which, let's take a look at the history of Old Boy in the IMDb Top 250 list. This debuted into the list on the 11th of October in 2004, right at the bottom, and then it gradually rose up to number 92. Since then, it dropped down to around the 118, 120 mark, where it stayed there from about late 2005 to late 2009. And then since then, it has had a gradual rise. Its highest rank was in 2017 at number 65. And since then, it has stayed in these three spots where it currently sits at number 67 with an 8.3 over 521,000 ratings. Wow, that is high. Mm, big film. Old, old boy. Old, old boy. Old, you know. Is that the sequel? Older boy. Old, old, older boy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then oldest boy. Oldest. AKA man. Mm. But this was a patron request where we had all of our patrons pick a film that they wanted us to review. Spun the wheel and... This one came up thanks to Nerdrevert. So thank you very much for this pick, Nerdrevert. Thank you, Nerdrevert. Solid pick. Is it? Why wow. don't we get into this film? About as solid as an octopod. Getting chewed on by Odesu. <laughs> we open up on this film and it's just straight into it. Straight into it. You got Odesu basically holding this guy over the edge by a tie. Music's just cool, yeah. upbeat electro. And you got the, the, the look at Odesu and he is like, Menacing. Yeah. He's holding this guy by the tie. This guy's holding a little dog as well. And you're like, holy shit. Like, it's not this guy that's going to fall off the edge. It's the little puppy too. And then Odessu's like, I want to tell you my story. Yep. It's like, here and this we guy's go. Like, and this guy's like, who the fuck are you? There's no idea who this guy is. And he says, my name is, and then it cuts to fat Odessu in a drunk. And He's it cuts- not fat, asshole. <laughs> He's fatter than what he was. <laughs> drunk Odessu in a, pr- in, a, in a police station acting like a, 
the slobbiest dickhead you've ever seen. What a great transition. What, yeah. a, great, what a great start to this film. Oh, you are so intrigued. Oh, it's off to the races. Yeah, you're like, wow. How did this guy right now in this cop station go to how he ended up before? Yeah, and he's obviously so intense in that first scene. And then you cut to here where he's just like disheveled. He's funny. He's trying to piss everywhere. Yeah. He mentions his daughter, says it's his b- daughter's birthday. Yep. He gets a little funny there with the wings on the back as well. And you got all these hard cuts, him in various stages of undress. I thought was, I thought the hard cut was funny where it just cuts to him and he's sitting in between like three massive dudes in between him. <laughs> he's just like, oh God. He doesn't care. No. He definitely doesn't care when he's about to leave, when he's mate. Ju Huan. Yeah, he's trying to get out there as quickly as possible. And in the end, Odessu's like, fuck you cops, as he runs out the building. Yeah. yeah, why wouldn't you? Exactly. He's, he doesn't care. So he's out. He's at the payphone trying to call his daughter. He speaks to his wife, uh, Ja Hyun. This does a really good job straight away of really showing this character of Ode Su. Like, yeah, he's he's a drunk. He's really doing a lot of wrong things here. But he, uh, actually, he does he, care for his daughter. Yeah. And, oh, I mean, obviously, as we'll see later. Oh, is that how many jokes have you got? <laughs> but it's funny because his mate, Ju Huan, also does mention like, oh, were you hitting on someone else's girl here? You know, like that sort of right. sets up, sets up like, okay, this guy, you know, he's not, he's not a straight and narrow guy. Like he's a bit loose. Yeah. But you know, his friend is talking to the wife and he turns around and he's gone. The way they do that is really good. Yeah. I mean, you're on a busy Korean street. It's nighttime, pouring rain. And you see this purple umbrella, obviously. The camera does the spiral around. You see yep. him walk out of the payphone. The camera spirals around the phone, and then as it gets back to it, gone. Yeah, and you see the white wings on the floor. Yeah, and that's it. That's the it. end. And you get the title sequence, and of course, what better way to show time passing than showing ticking clocks and watches? Of course. <laughs> and the next shot we get is literally the little mini door at the bottom of this big door, and you get Odesu, like sticking his head out. and It looks like he can almost get through. I mean, he gets his head and an arm out. That that hole is enormous. <laughs> well, they got to get the whole tray of food through it. But I love how they don't need to show any, like him going to the place, setting it all up. It's been two months now, and he is just desperate. You, you, all you get is a little shot of him here talking to this random person, sets everything up. Can you just tell me how long I'm going to be yeah, here for? Tell me why. Yeah. He's just, he just wants to know The range why. of emotions he goes through here. He gets aggressive. Fuck you. And he starts to like try and punch him. And then he gets, sorry, 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 as, as he tries to get pushed back in. Just tell me, is it six months, a year, two years? Tell me. He's just, yeah. he's starting to lose it already. Yeah. And now we get voiceover. What's voiceover? A good voiceover. Voiceover is good when it's used well. It's just like, if they told me it would be 15 years, it would be, would it be easier to endure? <laughs> it's a good question. I would say yes. A thousand times over you yes. Wanna, you want to know the end point. You would rather know, okay, I've got to last 15 years. Yeah. Rather than, who knows, every day. You, you don't want to be disappointed every day. Every day you'd have hope of like, okay, is today something going to happen? No, just you'd rather know the day. Because rather than counting up the years you're there, you'd have a thing on the wall like, here's my 15 years. All right, cross that off. Good, there's one more to go. You're, you're aiming for something. Yeah, exactly. you got something to look forward to. And then we get this shot of him just doing his weird smile at this painting. Ugh. And this painting's obviously very important. It has the quote here, laugh and the world laughs with you, weep and you weep alone. And you can tell... Obviously, in this room, he's going to spend so long here. He clings to any company he can get. Yeah. This painting is like a friend of his, you yeah. know? Like, And it, even this thing, like, laugh and the world laughs with you, and it's him smiling. So, he's trying to, like, you know, connect with this painting to have a sense of belonging. Yeah. You know, it's it's good. And then, of course, the melody plays and he gets gassed. Yeah. Takes the cup. Gets framed for his wife's murder. He's lucky he's got TV in there. Imagine how much worse his 15 years would be without a TV. 
It's true. I really feel like they did it. They did put certain things on for him because they wanted him to know what was happening. Mm. Obviously, the murder of his wife really setting him up there. It's weird scene here where ants start like coming out of him. This was weird. And and the camera spirals around him as he's having a massive freak out. They do mention ants later on in the film as well. Yeah, Medu talks about it. All right, well, we'll get to the meaning of that later, maybe. Okay, we're three years in now. And I, I love, I love <laughs> Odesu here. He's just like, TV is your school, home, church, friend, and lover. Catch yeah. him jerking off. <laughs> to like a, an aerobic video. Isn't it like a, a musical like stage show? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you see, he like keeps trying to kill himself. Mm-hmm. But they, they stop it every time. Yeah. But I love here where, okay, you know, you're, you're imprisoned and you have no idea why. It's not the law. Someone who hates you has done this. So he starts writing a journal of everyone. Everyone is wronged. Everyone is wronged. <laughs> There's so I many. Think, I think it's a brilliant idea. He's yeah. like anyone I've, you know, slighted in the, the smallest of ways. Yeah. He's, he's going and trying to like. You know, appeal to someone, hoping that someone reads it and is like, yes, that's me. I accept your apology. Yeah. It, none of the people he writes down is this person, though, is it? No. Nah. Because it's so obscure. Yeah, it is. I mean, would you remember that? Would you remember seeing a brother and sister root and then you tell one person? The thing is, does he remember that the sister kills herself? No, because doesn't he leave? Like, Isn't he leaving straight after? Leaving what? The school? Or the, the town or whatever? Because I'm pretty sure he tells his mate and then he's off. He's off. Like, he's gone. He, like he, I think he's moved away. Oh, okay. Either that or the brother and sister move away. I mean, the sister dies. Not immediately, though. I mean, I feel like that it's not long after. Well, then they, she would have had to stuck around to get all like the, the abuse. Yeah. So, I think he moved away. Okay, so he moved. Yeah, so he wouldn't have heard about the majority of the this. The friend wouldn't say, hey, remember that, that you know brother and sister you saw rooting? Oh, the whore. What? Because that's what he says. That's what gets him killed. The whore. He calls her a whore in front of the brother at the at his work later on. That's why he gets stabbed in the neck. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, that's right. You'd think that guy would tell Odesu, hey, she died. She killed herself. Surely that comes up in conversation. Maybe he didn't feel like he was responsible because he wasn't the one that did it. Do you think that he, he felt responsible because he I mean, just obvi- told his mate? Obviously, he felt no responsibility no, of for course it not. because he doesn't write down. Yeah, good point. But now we get his training montage. Yeah, punch on the wall. This is where he decides, like, I'm going to get in shape, do something about this. Yeah. Starts doing a little Shawshank here, carving the bricks out. <laughs> yeah, which leads nowhere. I mean, to him, it's he feels freedom. He gets his hand out and he feels rain. Yeah. Like, that'd be incredible after, what, 14 years or so to feel finally feel rain. Also, it gives him something to do. Exactly. I mean, you've got to pass the time. Yeah. He has a, he has a goal there. He has a dream. Like, if I keep doing this, I will get somewhere. Mm. Now, he gets gassed again, and this time we see a woman walk in. And she starts hypnotizing him. Yes. You're lying in a field. When you hear a bell, you will look down. I actually thought this would come back. Like, he will hear a bell and he will immediately look down. That doesn't come back. No, there's no other bells. No. Maybe because that would have been too obvious for the viewer. I don't know. Well, you heard it and you think, okay, I'm going to start listening to other bells. Yeah. Yeah, so if you would have heard bells- I mean, I forgot it pretty quickly after, in fairness. (laughs) There you go. Maybe you got hypnotized by the bell. (laughs) You hear this bell and then you would never hear a bell again. Yeah, but immediately after this, we just hard cut to this red suitcase in a field. Yes, and he's out. Is it? Just like that. That's not a field. Yeah, it's a, a field, it's a field on top of a building. <laughs> it looks like a field because there's just grass all over this building. And it turns out this is where the movie started. It's just this guy sitting there. And this guy actually has nothing to do with anything. No, he doesn't. No. Ever. He just wanted to kill himself. And Odesu does not give a shit. 
He's like, you will sit here and listen to my story. And then he's like, well, hear my story. He's like, no, fuck you. I'm leaving. Yeah. And I love how he gets to the bottom of it and he the guy jumps. Yeah. And just leans, <laughs> lands on the car. I thought it was hilarious as well. He gets in the lift and the woman's there and he's like against the... Yeah. the <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So he spent a bit of time with him going around, just well, he, he taking wants, on the world. Yeah, he tests his training. He's like, let's see if my training has paid off. So this this movie is set from so he gets uh in prison in the late eighties. And then it come and then when he comes out, it is in the two thousand and three period. Go on. Do you think being in prison from the eighties through to the mid two thousands will be a harder adjustment than say getting in prison from mid two thousands to now? I mean, I think the biggest thing is phones. Like, that's the biggest life changer. When were phones, like, uh, I, don't I don't know. I think uh, I think 2000, early 2000s to now is probably a worse Yeah, so getting in prison in, like, jump. 2000 and then coming out in 2015. Yeah, I think that's harder to adjust yeah. to than 80 to early 2000. I don't know. It's a non-question from you, Hendo. Just something to ponder, and the ponder has happened. Moving on. Yeah, throws a beat down on these little punk kids. It's like, has my 10 years of imaginary training paid off? Yes, it has. Yes. As he beats the shit out of these kids. Yeah. But this random guy just decides to give him a phone and wallet here. That would freak you the hell out. I mean, kudos to this homeless guy. How much do you reckon they'd have to pay a homeless guy to give a stranger a wallet full of cash? Double. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what is stopping this guy from being like, thank you, see you later? If he's like, no, that'd be like, if you do not do this, we are watching you, you will die. Mm. Okay, but he goes into a restaurant now because he wants to eat something alive. Odd thing to crave. He's probably so sick of eating all these food dead for 15 years. The dumplings. <laughs> over and over and over. Are you a dumpling man, Hendo? I am a dumpling man. Are you a dumpling man? I don't think so. I don't know if I've ever had a dumpling. Really? Dumplings are good. Pork yeah. dumplings are insane. I'm not a big uh, dim sim guy. No, nah, no, nah, dim sims are trash. I feel like dumplings. dumplings are close to dim No, sims. they're really not. I think they're pretty close. Nah. They're not. Trust me, they're not. Pork dumplings are off the chain. I think I've had a pork dumpling. Have you had gyozas? Isn't that, isn't that a dumpling? Nah, it's a type of something else. Say dumpling. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a dumpling. It's a type of dumpling. It's not. Dumplings are awesome. Naldooma. Okay, but he sees this girl, me do, and he says, she looks familiar. Why does he say this? You're intrigued now. Like, he says he's seen her on TV, and she just denies it. Like, has this hypnotist been, like, feeding photos to him? Well, they're both hypnotized now at this point. Maybe it's all part of the plan. Because this is the big area where this happens. The phone call, the what, the words that he says triggers both of them back and forth here. Hmm. Eats the live octopus. Okay. That's what he did. Legit. Yep. We discussed that. Yes. Wakes up back at her place because he Which I, I, passes I, I, out, yeah. uh, probably from the hypnosis. Yeah, I think obviously. I'm glad they explain that she was hypnotized to take him home. Because as soon as he woke up and he was with her, I was like... As if. Who's going to do this? As if you would take some random guy back to your place who's just passed out in front of you. There's no way. But they do explain it with hypnosis. I like the callback to the, is my 15 years of imaginary training going to pay off here? And he gets the shit kicked out of him. He's like, no, no, it's not. When he bursts into the bathroom and tries to- Oh, yeah. Oh, the the jerk off training. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, did not work well for him there. No, that was, yeah, it was weird because she's just like, uh, you know, don't even think about doing anything. Yeah, and she's, he's, he's she's just, like, there's no lock on the door, so don't come in. It's like, you didn't have to say that. Yeah. Uh, but, here's where she mentions the ant hallucination, where a lot of lonely people start to hallucinate ants. Yes. Because yeah. they're always in groups, ants. Yes. And he longs to be in a group. Yeah. 
He wants to be an ant. And right, th- right there earlier on when he saw oh. his wife had died and all the ants come, that, that's him at his loneliness. Mm. Loneliest. Yes. And then we see a man-sized ant on a train. Yep, that was weird. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, yeah, I've had this happen before. <laughs> Not the same. <laughs> uh, yeah, sort of the opposite. Yeah. But yeah, no, that, that was weird. Okay, now we need to explain what has happened to his daughter. Because obviously, a father locked up for 15 years who gets released... He's going to want to be like, oh, okay, where's my daughter? Yeah, exactly. And I, I don't know, do they explain this well enough for you where he gets told his daughter is alive, here's her phone number, and he won't call her until he's dealt with the capture. Whose phone number does he have? Because there's no way it's me, do. Maybe it's just the one of the guys. It's all set up. He, he's captor, has a phone number, they're ready to go. Yeah, I mean, how... Like, uh, is this part of the hypnosis? Like, don't look for your daughter until Yeah, after. I'd say so. Uh, I mean, it's a bit of a cop-out, isn't it? Just every, like, plot hole is just like, oh, no, that's part of the hypnosis. 100% one of the issues with this film. <laughs> Explain it away with hypnosis. Yeah, it's hypnosis. Yeah, you know, that, that, that science. We hypnotized you to do every little single thing we wanted you to do. So, if there's an issue, just, it's because of hypnosis. Hmm. Okay, but now he starts searching for the gyozas. Dumplings, dickhead. I thought you said they were the same thing. No, you said the same thing. Okay, he's searching for blue dragon. Because This was great. great. Because one of the dumplings he had had a bit of paper in it that was blue dragon. I mean, you've got to go off something. You've got to start somewhere. I thought this was awesome. If you're eating the same thing for 15 years, you're going to know that taste. And this is the best way to find out where these people are. I mean, is it really... Like, so dumplings taste different, obviously. Yeah, they would. Like, you would taste the difference. Is this like going to a pizza shop? Yeah, because people would make their dumplings differently. The same person makes it for 15 years. The same place, maybe. They have the same ingredients. Put it together. Different ingredients at every store? Maybe. So, you don't know? I don't know. I've only had two different types of pork dumplings, I think. Okay. I do think it was funny slash kind of great how he figures out that this is the place and you just see him sprinting after this delivery driver, just trying to keep up with him to follow. The voiceover does work in this film. And I don't know if it's because it's foreign, because it's not... Like, there's some movies that have voiceover where it's just... Because you're trying to listen to it in English, it becomes a bit overbearing. And I feel like with this one, this worked really well. Like, his, his little jokes here is like, he feels like he's, his lungs are on fire. It's the fastest he's ever run, the longest he's ever run. It feels like his lungs are on fire. I got a kick out of that. Okay. Yeah, it was fine. Um, I do like the voiceover in this. Because there's a lot of stuff that he says that's quite powerful, makes you think. Like the like the one that basically started off the voiceover when he said, like what we mentioned before, if I was told I was going to spend 15 years here, yeah. would it be easier to endure? Yep. Okay. But he, he does track down where he was kept prisoner. Yeah. He gets a bit of, gets a bit torture happy here. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, that's fair. I think everything he did here was perfectly fine. <laughs> Pulling teeth out. You never see the tooth get pulled out, but my God, there are really close-up shots of a hammer in between a tooth, and I was cringing. Yeah, I was all right. I reckon this guy who does get his teeth pulled out here is a very odd character throughout this entire film. Mr. Park, I think his name is. Yep, we'll go with Park. Okay. Yeah. His I mean, mo- you, you can call him Park Chil Wong if you want. No, Park's good. Uh, his motivations throughout the film just go up and down like there's no more. Yeah, they, they swing a lot, like... I think there is some mini twist involved with him. Like, you think he's on the good side, but no, he's with the bad side the whole time. But I feel like he's, he's definitely centered towards money. Like, he just wants to make money. Yeah. But you think there'd be more of a revenge thing after what happens to him here, too. I mean, he gets his hand cut off, and he bears no ill will. He's like, yeah, no, it was worth it. Because of how powerful Wu Jin Lee is, the eventual bad guy of this film. Yeah, but still, it's your hand. 
Do we want to call him Woojin Lee the whole time or Mr. Lee? What about Woo? Woo. Yeah, I heard you. Oh, you just gave me a stupid look. I, I forgot that's just how you normally look. So why are you so shocked? So Woo's good? Mr. Lee. Why are you so formal all of a sudden? It's how you do it. Mr. Lee, Mr. Park. Park and Woo. I mean, I mean, Mr. Lee's henchman bad guy is literally called Mr. Han. Like on Enter the Dragon. If I have seen Enter the Dragon, it was at a very young age and I cannot remember anything about it. Oh, slash if I've out. even seen it. There's a good uh, mirror room fight. That's what I remember from the film. Isn't there the bit as well when he does like the really fast punch to the face? Like from like really close distance? I don't know. There's probably 50 of them in that film. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, you remember that bit in that Bruce, Bruce Lee movie where he punches a guy? Do you remember the Bruce yes. Lee? Do you remember the part in the Bruce Lee movie where he goes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was awesome. <laughs> All right, so let's get to the iconic hallway fight here, Hendo. Yes, and of course I am going to put this as my... Excellent! Overrated. I was disappointed. Look, just because you you try and overvalue the daredevil scene and think, oh, that's so much better than... Wow, I completely forgot about the daredevil (laughs) scene. Jesus. No, I think this is... This is... This whole one shot is so... is choreographed so goddamn well. Yeah. I'm not disputing it would have been hard to do. It's just in hindsight watching it, I was just like, yeah, it's fine. It's raw, man. Like it, it's, it's not as long as I thought it would go for either. The fact that you didn't put this as your excellent and the fact that you didn't have an excellent for last week, you dickhead. If anyone picked up on that. They did. <laughs> you got some mail, did you? <laughs> yeah, I got some mail. <laughs> Slow mail came in. Yes. <laughs> now, the fact that you don't have this as your excellent, I feel like there can... I feel like there can only be one other scene. There can only be one. Yeah, or two in this matter. One for me and one for you. Sure. I'll be I'll be shocked if it's not the scene I'm thinking of now. Yeah, this scene always stands out to me. And by always, I mean the first time I saw it. The only time I've seen this film. But the many times I've seen it in you know various YouTube clips and all that sort of shit. Okay. You say it's not long. I thought it was pretty long. Did it feel long to you? Good long. Uh-huh. Like the exhaustion that you see on everyone's face as they go along, but they're, they're, still, they're still trying to stop him. And he is so... He's so done, but he's fighting. He gets fighting. stabbed. Yeah, and he keeps fighting, gets up, swings those punches. You know, just the, the random stick swings that he has, trying to bat them all away. I also had an issue with the music to this scene as well. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought the music was, like, very mellow. Is this not a mellowish kind of... It's not like a, it's not like a superhero uh, sort of theme going on here. No, it was just... Uh, it felt out of place. The music did not fit with the scene at all for me. Well, I disagree. I love the stinger at the end, though, when he gets through this whole hallway, turns around... And the lift opens and there's a whole bunch of guys there. And I love you don't have to see that. It just cuts and they're all down on the ground and he walks out. More blood all over his face. Because mm. you know what he can do. So we, we get some uh, some old boy detective mode here. Yes. And we get him hearing uh, Wu setting up with Park the imprisonment of this guy. It was pretty cool. I like I like detective mode. There's a couple of good moments where they he's do like, a lot of uh, detective work. He's like, he talks too much. And he's like, oh, something to go off. Who would think I talk too much? And then the, this, he's talking to his friend. I think his first name is Ju. Ju Juan. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe I won't refer to him as Ju throughout this. Um, Ju Juan. Ju Juan. And the friend's just like, oh, well, I mean, how many women have you been with who have husbands? It's like, he's married with a kid. Yeah, he is with his wife still. Yeah. They? They're yeah. not separated. No, no, no. They're not separated. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm giving a quick spoiler alert for the end. I did watch the 2013 remake, the Spike Lee one, uh, during this time as well, and maybe my mind is getting confused with some different uh, things that happen in that well, film. Well, since you bring it up, what are the big differences? We'll talk about that when I talk about that review at the end of this film. Okay. 
but he does actually find the guy pretty quickly. Let's be honest. He finds this guy, uh, Wu, and he has a discussion. And Wu's just like... I mean, does he find him or does he let him find him? Okay, obviously he lets him get found. But yeah. he, this guy's just so confident. Oh, yeah. He's just like, yeah... You won't, you won't kill me. He, because uses, he definitely does some old reverse psychology. I love man. the, I love the. You're not asking the right questions. <laughs> you know, why did I let you out? Is the, yeah. is the question exactly. you should be asking? That's what you should be exactly. It's what you should be asking. Not why did I put you in there? Why did I let you out? You didn't escape. I let you out. This yeah. was part of the plan. Yeah. Why would I keep you there for 15 years and then just let you out for no reason? There's obviously a reason. I love the old psychology he's got. He's like, I've got this. I've got this button. I can just press this and I die. So I don't care. And you will never get your answers. Yeah. So do what you're going to do, but I can just hit this button and I just die. Done. Massive flex. Yes. But no, while this is happening, Mr. Park has taken over Midu's house. Got to tied up. Yes. Uh, but, you know, old boy takes care of everyone. Everyone gets out. But, but this is but a o- good- No, but Ode Sue comes in so confident and just gets taken down immediately. Hmm. Like he's ready to get fucked up here. He's ready to get fucked up? No, he's ready to fuck them up. No, he's ready to get fucked up. Mr. Park is ready to pull his goddamn teeth out. Ah, yeah, okay. Yeah, you know that part when they got him down on the ground yeah, and no, fucked rem- him up? I remember, yeah. <laughs> now you do. Yeah, they go to take out his teeth, but they just stop. Why do they stop, Endo? Because like he says, it's the imagination that you have that puts the fear in you. And then he goes, but now I'm going to do it. And that's when Mr. Lee calls him. He's like, no, 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 you leave him alone, I'll pay you good money. Yeah, yeah. But, of course, this is, you know, old boy's seen the tit out, and he's like, you know what? Good time for some sex. Is that what he thinks? I mean, I'm just connecting the dots here. I've got to say, this sex scene, not enjoyable to watch. It's odd. Like, he's he's obviously, you know, going to town, and she's just like, oh, it really hurts. He's still going. And she's like, but I'm enduring it, like, for you. Like, is that meant yeah. to be a turn-on for him? This is not... Uh, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is not good to watch, I guess. No. But he does get a bit philosophical here. He sort of says, you know, he's thankful for the years in prison because if he was his old self, would me do like him still? Which I think just goes to show, like, how deeply in love he is with her. Where he's even considering, like, hey, maybe the 15 years imprisonment was worth it because now I'm with you. But is this because of hypnosis? Well, maybe. Could be explained with hypnosis. Mm. And let's, let's also just add, it's harder to watch because you know on a second viewing, that it is his uh, daughter. Yeah, I'm, I can't remember what the idea was when I saw this for the first time, or even if I knew the twist at the end. Oh, the first time I saw this, I definitely did not know the twist. Yeah, I don't think I knew it when I saw it, but I can't remember my reaction as well. It just would have been something like, what? To the twist, Dean. Not oh, having yeah, sex. Yeah, yeah, to the twist. No, because I, I know I didn't know the twist because I remember my reaction was just like, holy shit. Smart idea here to find out the trackers that are on him. Because obviously they know where he is at all times. He has to figure that out. And he gets the, the guy to uh, sweep him for bugs, finds the trackers all around him in his, in his shoe and other areas. Yeah, I'm amazed they didn't put one in his teeth, Hendo. It's a good boss level callback. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I was thinking of. It's like, it's got to be in the teeth. Yeah. I mean, maybe it was in the teeth. Oh, no, they didn't pull his teeth there, did they? <laughs> it's the imagination. <laughs> okay, but we do get some backstory here. He finds Wu uh, in his old school book. Yes. From uh, 79. From Evergreen, I'm pretty sure. Evergreen Old Boys. That's right. Hence the, the name of the film. Yeah. Evergreen Old Boy wouldn't have been the best title. No, no. Old Boy is much better. But we learn about Sue R, who fell into the river and drowned. Apparently fell into the and river. And she was found a week later. Ouch. Which, now that you know exactly what happened... Oh, r- what's he going to do? Like, hey, hey guys, uh, anonymous tip-off, there's a body down there. <laughs> 
could have easily gone to the cops. Like, my sister fell in the river. Yeah. But uh, obviously the friend here, Juwan, uh, <laughs> just going on saying- Because like, that was better. <laughs> saying, you know, she's a total slut, all this sort of stuff. Yeah, it's about the whore. It's about the whore. Yeah. And, and then the, pa- guy, the camera pans over to yeah. Mr. Lee there. And you see him, he snaps a CD. When oh. he snaps a CD, you're like, oh, shit. Oh, damn. Unlucky. Anyway, Wu says to Odesu, she died because of you. Boom. There's a reason. Yeah. So now he knows who did it and why. Now, now he doesn't he doesn't know exactly at this point, but he knows he knows, okay, this guy thinks I'm responsible for the death of his sister. Now, is he responsible for the death? No. Don't root your sister. Yeah. Don't root your brother. Yeah. If he wasn't going to see it and find out, someone else probably would have seen it eventually. They were banging in a classroom. Yes. I mean, yeah. probably awkward to bang at home. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I think this is more of uh, Mr. Lee's guilt that he doesn't want to think, oh, it's my fault. No, 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 it's this guy's fault for telling his mate. Hmm. Now, am I wrong here, or does old boy go back to the people who locked him up and leave Midu with them while he goes to take on the bad guy? Yeah, because- This uh, is ridiculous. Our enemy's enemy, uh, an enemy's enemy makes, what does he say? Your enemy is my enemy, and that makes us friends. I don't think it works that way. This guy's a bad dude. Don't give him the person you love. Yeah, fair enough. But he's thinking, hey, this guy cut off your hand. You want to get some revenge too. I'm going to go do that. Help me out and keep her here. Let me guess. Hypnosis. Oh, hypnosis. Yeah. Yeah. Park was probably hypnotized too. He probably thought he had his hand. Okay. (laughs) Okay. We get more flashbacks. There is a good line that is said several times throughout this film. You've already mentioned the one about laugh and the whole world. Laugh and weep by yourself. Whatever you said. You nailed it, Hendo. (laughs) (laughs) The other one, whether it's a grain grain of sand or a rock in the ocean, they both sink the same. And it's talking about how his one little tiny thing he did, tell his mate, is just as bad as a giant rock that sunk the whole thing. Good line. And you can tell it's a good line because I say it multiple times. And because I remembered that one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But we're back to old boy and the sister talking. Yeah. And he, he's, he's got a thing for her. He does. To the point where he's going to stalk her at school. He tries to be all badass when he's young here. And then watch her get fondled. Did you see the sweet move he did on the bars when he like swung backwards to impress her? No. Was she impressed? A little bit. Oh, nice. Yeah, I think he did all right. I'll tell you, it must be hard to compete with a brother, though. I mean, you know what you're getting. What, the same DNA? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Siblings don't have the same DNA, do they? Same genetics, same genes. That's that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah not they're not exactly the same. No, no. <laughs> that would be even weirder. I actually really like the way that they film this flashback scene because you've got modern day old boy yes. running around the school. It's like he's chasing his memory. Yep, that was really original. I agree. That's it's very very good. So he heads up to the penthouse to confront him. Yes, I, th- I think it's I think the balls on this Mister Lee guy where. Odesu is like trying to find the combination to get to the penthouse. And he just walks on in <laughs> like he's just going to his house. Well, he is. And they, yeah. And they just hit the button and yeah, let's, all right, we're doing this. Yeah. Does he, he gets his bodyguards to try and attack Odesu, doesn't he? I don't know why. I think it's because he wants the room cleared and these guys are just expendable to him. He knows Odesu's going to kill them. What if he doesn't? Um, he is. He took out an entire hallway of people. Maybe he's got a good bodyguard system. I don't think so. That's why he let them onto him. There's a very interesting way they shoot this where Mr. Lee is looking in the mirror to Odesu who's behind him but they're both facing the same way in this shot so they're both staring at the camera as they talk interesting shot the way they do this I think it's so they don't have to cut away from each other and it's just all done in one shot yeah yeah it was good but let's get to some uh, explaining shall we some reveals some twists (laughs) so yeah Wu said that old boy's tongue 
got his sister pregnant, which confused me for a while. <laughs> but then I realized, metaphorically. Yes. Okay. So the fact that old boy told his mate that they were rooting, then someone said, oh, she's pregnant, like just making up stuff. She wasn't actually pregnant. That's what he says. Yeah. Do you what think she, she had, pre- Maybe she was. I mean, yeah, you could say that about anyone. Hypnosis. Maybe me do's pregnant. Maybe she was hypnotized to think that. Mm. Okay, let's get to my... Excellent! Which is obviously the big twist reveal. Yeah. The wa- it's, it's not just him saying, she's your daughter. No, it's... it's- the graduals, oh, yeah. The 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 gift box, you know, that he he's using the laser pointer, which obviously was very big in the early two thousands. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then that photo album, and it's just like, okay, this Going is a photo album that was taken from the thing that he saw on the news, and now you see the pictures of her getting older and older, and she becomes Medu. It's it's just insane. Yeah, his reaction is just awesome as well, yeah. and the fact that they've got Medu. Ready to hear this? Like he's got, they've got, yes. they've got a gift box there for yeah, her too, yeah. and he's just on his knees. Yeah, being, no, no, just don't, I'll do yeah. anything. I'll do yeah. anything. Yeah, and, and Mr. Lee has won. Yeah. Like he's got Odessa on yep. the ground, licking his shoes. I'll be a dog. A I'll dog. be a dog. I'll wag. Look, yeah. I'm wagging. Yeah, but he's barking. He's and, and Mr. Lee's like, he has to be so satisfied with this. Yeah, yeah, he's loving it. He's and won. At the end of the day, he shows mercy. Yeah, you know, he he says, all right, don't show me to. Oh, that's after Odessa cuts out his fucking tongue. Well, because his tongue. You know, yeah, got her pregnant, but he didn't tell him to do that. He's like, "I'll no. just do it. Watch, I'll just do it." Yeah, boom. Now I, like, I can't. Holy you know, shit! You say I talk too much. Now I can't talk at all. Yeah. Okay. Please. He's just so. He cares so much for his daughter, who he's sexually attracted to. Please don't ruin her life. Like, what yeah. has she done wrong? She's done nothing wrong. Yeah, exactly. Punish me. It's great. Really, really good stuff. And he just leaves him. Gets in the elevator, and then you get the actual flashback of what happened, where he was holding on to her, mm. and she didn't fall in. Like he almost saved her, but let her go. Let I think it's it's still suicide. He didn't kill yeah. her. She convinced he just could, him. He just couldn't get. Her she convinced up. him to let her go. Yeah, she wanted to kill herself, and she convinced him to. Yeah, and just and I and I love how you get old Mister Lee like in ingratiated in that too. Like he's hanging over the edge after he's let her go. Yeah, and then it, and then it's like a snap cut where he's just he shot himself in the in the elevator, yep. dead. Yeah, it's like all right, he's got nothing to live for now. He's he's got his revenge. Mm. That's it. But we get a little stinger here at the end, out in the snow, where we find out that Odesu basically wants to be hypnotized again to not know any of this. Yeah, he's written a letter to the hypnotist. And the one line that she is intrigued by, even though I'm no better than a beast, don't I have the right to live? Yep. And that uh, sparks her to do this. And she does mention, now this may not work and I may eliminate other memories, Yep. but let's see how we go. What did you think of the whole going back into the penthouse where you got the two Odesus looking mm. at each other, the monster and the yep. the actual Odesu? Well, I say the monster will walk and uh, Seven, 70 steps each year. Yeah. Each, each step is a year yeah, and you will yeah, die peacefully. Yeah, yeah. So the monster is the one who walks away and then you cut to... Then you cut to... So, yeah, because the hypnotist has said, when I ring the bell, you will be split in two. You'll have Odesu and you'll have the monster who knows the secret, basically. Like, the yep. monster is the part you want to erase. Yeah. And, you know, you can't guarantee which one's going to be erased. Now, you cut back and he's you see steps in the snow. Yeah. So, he's walked. Yes. And he wakes up, he hugs Midu, and he smiles at the camera. Not before you get this pretty interesting shot where she's like, was someone else here? And it really just pans along the footsteps. Mm. And I noticed that the the beat to the, the score that's playing, the beat is hitting every time you see the next two steps. Like it's doop, 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 as mm-hmm. you see them going along. Mm-hmm. I thought that worked really well in regards to the 
how it synced up to what was showing on the screen. And then when it, it doesn't feel like it goes too far away, but then when it looks up and into the two chairs, they are so far away. Mm. Like that worked out really well. Yeah. But like you said, when they hug and he gives this expression, mm. what did you, what did you make of this? I mean, I, I love that it's an ambiguous ending. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I'm definitely in the camp that the hypnosis did not work the way he wanted. Okay. hundred percent. I am um, with that too. He is smiling because he, he wants, you know, smart, laugh in the world, laughs with you. Yeah. So if he smiles, if he shows a cheer, then Midu will be happy. If he fakes it, if he pretends this thing doesn't exist and he fakes that, you know, he doesn't know it, then him and Midu yeah. will live a happy life. But he's, okay? yeah, the look if on he his tells face her, though. If he tells her, if he's, you know, weep, yeah, and you weep, weep alone. Yep, so if he weeps, if he breaks down, tells her he'll lose me to, he'll never see yep. her again, and he'll be alone. We are, lock, we are lockstep on this. That is why I love that quote so much, because of the ending here, because of how much it... The analogy like, comes informs, back. Informs yeah. you on what is actually going yeah. on at the end. And here. you even see, like, he's starting to, he is starting to cry. Like, he, know, he knows. Like, yeah. you, can, you can see it in his face that he yeah. knows what this is about. Yeah. The hypnosis has not worked. Yeah. And that's it for Old Boy. Any last words? All right, Dean, what is your final thoughts on Old Boy? Yeah, so this is a film that uh, I was I, I think I gave it five stars on initial viewing. Okay, bear in mind, I was younger back then, um, but I was blown away the first time I saw this. So I was very much looking forward to watching this again to see if it holds up. And there are issues. There are issues in the plot. And as we've discussed, the whole, oh, it's hypnosis, does get annoying. There are some things I wasn't following all that well too. Uh, I don't know why, but there were things I was just like, eh, what's going on here? And you sort of just move past it. And it's like, okay, the story's flowing. That's fine. I got to say, before he got to the penthouse at the end, I was definitely dropping this um, a bit. That penthouse scene though, more than makes up for anything that is a bit a bit janky in the film. I love that last scene. It's, it's insane. The twist of this film is so uncomfortable. It's so out there. I like, it's gross to think about, but it makes for a very emotional and affecting movie. I think the performances are astounding, especially from Choi Min-sik, uh, when he's just distraught at the end. I love the ambiguity of the ending. It is not a five-star film for me, but it is going to be four and a half stars. I very, very much enjoyed this film. What about you, Hendo? You know what I hate is when we have the exact same opinion, and I'm talking exact, <laughs> and you went first. I watched this probably in 2004, the one and only time, and I gave it a five-star banger. I have not seen this film since then. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you were the one who told me to watch it as well back then. Probably. Watching it this time, it is still a great, great film, but there are issues. (laughs) Do you want to just repeat what you just said? (laughs) There's a lot. There's not a lot. There's some things that I question along the way here, and in particular, yeah, the whole throwaway it's, you know, he was hypnotized to do that. She was hypnotized to do that. So we had c- complete control over everything and there was no say in anything else. You, you can chalk it all up to they were hypnotized. That being said, I've, I've actually, in these final thoughts, spoken mostly negative at that point. This film is really, really, really good. It is a great setup. The, the way this film starts is, is just so intriguing and gets you right into it. The whole story of him being in prison for 15 years really works well and it's just this this general intriguement throughout the whole film like why is this happening and you learn as you go along with him as well what is happening the one shot hallway fight is phenomenal 
the way this film ends and the big twist reveal, even though I knew it this time, still packed a punch. The way they set this up, the voiceover works really well with this film. The way the characters evolve throughout this film and the revelations they have to how they end up acting at the end, along with a very intriguing, ambiguous ending that definitely garners a lot of conversation this film is a very, very, very solid film. It's not the five-star banger that I thought it was. It is, however, a four-and-a-half-star film. Fantastic. I was the best because the crowd loved me. All right, Dean, where is old boy going to sit on your rankings? All right, let's go to my number 44, which is currently Logan. I do think old boy's better than Logan. Then we go to The Lives of Others, and I like old boy more than that. Then we get The Green Mile. Yeah, Old Boy's better than that. Then we get Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows Part 2, and I think Old Boy's better than that. Now we come up against Your Name at number 40, and I think that's where it's going to stop. So I'm going to put Old Boy in between Your Name and Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows Part 2, as my new number, 41. Very good. All right, I'm going to start at the top of my four and a half star list and put it up against Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. And I think that Fellowship of the Ring is better than this film. It goes on to The Hunt next. And after watching these two films, you know, within the last year here, I think The Hunt is better than Old Boy. And then we get to The Pianist. And I think Old Boy is better than The Pianist. So I'm going to put Old Boy as my new number 33. Very good. Very close. My name is Nicholas Haskins, and I'd like a moment of your time to tell you about the fifth annual live stream for The Cure. To do that, I brought along two people whom I couldn't do this event without, Gerald Morris and Dan Brennick. Over the past four years, the live stream for The Cure has raised over $30,000 for the Cancer Research Institute. That contribution is helping to fund research into cancer immunotherapy, training the body's immune system to fight all forms of cancer. This year, we're aiming for our biggest goal yet as we try to raise $15,000 in 50 hours on the air. Tune in May 19th through the 23rd as we're joined live by podcasters and content creators from around the world. With your help, we can continue the fight for a future immune to cancer. Together, we can make a difference. All right, before we kick along here, we just like to say that this show is brought to you by our awesome patrons who've been supporting the show for coming up to three years now, Dean. Yeah, nearly three years, I hear, Hendo. Yeah, I think it's pretty close. You could uh, get a calendar out and you could uh, probably get it closer to three years than any other year. Yeah, I'm not going to do that, but uh, nevertheless, thank you so much, patrons. We are forever grateful for you yes we are we do have a couple of different series going on over there including our terminator film series dean and we just completed terminator genesis yes that was interesting uh but we've got the last one to to get out of the way it is obviously dark fate coming up yes and coming up on the main feed after old boy we are doing our top five hostage slash kidnapping movies and for our patrons they're getting a top 10 special there so that's a bit of extra bonus content for the patrons over there if you'd like to sign up just go ahead and check out patreon.com slash the movie journey all right, mate, let's get two. We may still have mail. Mail, mail, mail. Here it is. And this oh. could be it. Oh. We'll be at our patrons to review the films that we break down. First up from Nerdrovert. This film was my introduction to South Korean cinema. What a way to pop one's cherry. A revenge thriller with a jaw-dropping twist that sticks with you for days. An absolute masterpiece. Five stars. Very good, Nerd Revert. I can see why you picked it then. Speaking of very good, we're not talking about Brother Shane. We're talking about Brother Sean, who uh, pops up occasionally on these things. Very rarely. Yeah. Brother Sean goes with very good. Wow. Well said, Brother Sean. <laughs> Comes out of the woodworks. This is what he focuses on. You know what? I haven't said anything in a while. <laughs> I'm going to come in and do my review of Old Boy. Bang, bang. 
Uh, next up from Jamie Russell. Old Boy is a revenge dish served up ice cold. This middle film of the revenge trilogy is the best of them and is a shattering and startling slice of South Korean cinema. The long take hammer scene is a standout. Yeah, it is. All right, next up from Julio at the Contrarians. And by contrarians, I definitely mean contrarians here. I'll just say this. The Spike Lee remake is superior. Now look, Julio. You could not be more wrong. (laughs) I'm telling you. Wait till we get to that review. He does hope that Dean or maybe Brother Shane can have his back on this one. (laughs) And then follows it up with, if you love the original, you'll probably find the remake pretty bland. It basically just tones it all down. I mean, he didn't say why he didn't like the first one. Anyway, thank you very much, patrons, for putting in your responses. But of course, we've got... I remember reading a five-star review for this movie in Empire Magazine shortly after it came out. It sounded like it was going to be absolutely amazing, and I was quite eager to see it. It did take some time to get around to it, though, and over the years, I just kept hearing more and more good things about it. A lot of people think Old Boy is super special. I watched it eventually in probably around 2006, and I gave it three stars. I remember thinking the film had substance and some originality, but overall there wasn't anything that grabbed me the way it seemed to grab most people. Fast forward to now, and I think this is my third watch of the film. It hasn't aged well. What's funny is, I think both times I've rewatched the film, I keep expecting the imprisonment sequence to take up the first hour. That's basically what is retained in my memory of the film, and the rest, apart from maybe the ending, fades away pretty quickly. The imprisonment sequence only lasts 20 minutes, and it's the best part of the film by far. Now, I can say Old Boy does have some merit, meaning it's not completely awful, but my emotions during the rung time swung from bored to confused to disgusted to just annoyed throughout. The characters suck. Everything is so one-dimensional. You hurt me, so now I hurt you. Wow, what a philosophy. Then there's all the gross parts in the movie that just make me wince. By the end, I, I just feel sick. And no, not in a good way, if that's possible. Why do people move, give this movie five stars? No idea. It's definitely not a thinking person's film. And as far as you know, just feeling it, well, don't confuse being disgusting with being powerful. Two and a half stars. Wow, scathing review there. Yeah, not a fan. Not a fan, but, you know, that's Brother Shane. That's Brother Shane for you. The good. (laughs) The bad. All right, Dean, as I alluded to, I did watch the 2013 remake of Old Boy, directed by Spike Lee, starring Josh Brolin and Elizabeth Olsen and Shalto Copley. Who? The guy from District 9. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, he plays the bad guy in this one. <sighs> they, they, they say that this was some sort of... What, Spike Lee went and said this was a, wasn't a remake, it was a reimagination of the film. Which is just a bunch of shit, all right? Everything in this film is... Just, the, the, the things that you like about the, the original old boy, uh, they're just not here. Like, he tries to do things that are similar, but do it in his own way, and it just doesn't work ever. What's the Spike Lee version of eating a live octopus? They don't even go anywhere near that. Oh. Yeah. Is there a one shot in a hallway? Yeah. It's not a hallway. I think it's in a car park. It's just... And the way it's set up is just... It's not as not as good. It doesn't go straight down a hall, like a hallway the whole time. It 
the, it, the you said it was a car park. It's a, okay, so it doesn't follow Brolin go down the car park as he goes along. It basically is a a standstill shot as he fights some people, and then he climbs down the the fence, whatever it is, in the car park, and it follows him down to the next level, and then it goes around. It definitely feels very Hollywood the way they do it. It is a one shot. It's just not as effective the way it's shown. Okay. I mean, how much am I spoiling here for a 2013 remake of a film we just spoke I think, about? I think you're fine. Spoil they, all the way. They try and cover up the fact that Brolin and Olsen are not father and daughter here by showing this this girl on TV as his daughter. And they continuously show this girl, like on his phone, there's a picture of this girl on his phone who's like this violinist or whatever. And it has like the countdown, 48 hours counting down to find his daughter, Mia. And he's always going to find this person who's clearly an actor and they have all the stuff he's seeing on the TV in the prison is just them showing him what they want him to see. So he's got, he feels like this is his door. It is for the people who have seen the original old boy and know what's going to happen to throw them off that, hey, maybe Olsen isn't his daughter because we've seen his daughter on the TV here. We've seen multiple times of this girl who's grown up to be this person and have interviews on the TV that he is, that she is the daughter of Josh Brolin. Brolin in this film is a piece of shit. Compared, not nice. Not he's he's genuinely a prick in this film. The stuff that he does at the start of this film is it's like unforgivable. Like at least with Ode Sue in unforgivable. Like, no, he's just he's does he not, try and rape Elizabeth. No, Olsen? he's just not sympathetic. He's an ass. He's a straight up asshole in this film. It's not like Ode Sue's like very nice. I mean, you get him in the police station. He you can you can tell that he cares for his daughter. He's just done a couple of wrong things. And that's the only scene you see of him beforehand. There's like a like a 20-minute block of Brolin before he gets kidnapped. Genuinely just being a piece of shit. A drunk who like stumbles and throws up in, in uh, alleyways. I mean, we literally see Ode Su being a piece of shit in a cop shop. He's not... He's drunk. He's not like the way that Brolin is in this film. He calls his ex-wife, calls her a fucking bitch, tells her to get fucked, says, I don't care about my daughter. She's three years old. She's not going to remember me at her fucking birthday or not. Just screaming at him like... I don't like this guy, and I and I never like him after that. They really go too far into the kidnapping. They start. They show it from the the day he goes in, and they and it goes along. It's twenty years for him in that one. And the Shalto Copley character of the bad guy is just not fleshed out. It's a weird little twist on the the brother sister incest. Instead, it's the father daughter incest. Like he never slept with the sister. It was the dad, and the dad went and tried to murder everyone after it all got found out. What? Yeah, I know. And the Charlotte Copley character survived the gunshot. Like the, the dad shot him in the chest and he survived, but everyone else died. And then he still blamed Brolin for it because Brolin saw her and her dad because the dad was like banging the whole family. What? Yeah. It's it's bizarre. Like every choice that Spike Lee made in this film was the wrong choice. Okay. Yeah. It's it's very long as well. I, I don't think it's as long as this version of Old Boy, but it felt longer. I didn't really get much out of it honestly i'm i'm gonna give this film i'm gonna go two stars okay yeah all right i was thinking one and a half but i'll go two so what's next all right dean next week we are not breaking down a film we're going back to a pod v pod man it's been a while hendo it has i'm uh trying to dust off the old movie trivia knowledge and see how we go i know i'm gonna have to carry you this whole time because you're not gonna do any prep i mean that's not true i'll prep some questions but you won't prep any knowledge for you to answer the other questions. I mean, you're not going to either. Maybe I will. You won't. But I'm glad that we're going in with low expectations for me so I can only go up. <laughs> and I'm going in with super high so when I get them wrong, I'm just genuinely shit. You will get roasted. 
But after that, it is your turn to pick a breakdown. And what are you going with, sir? I'm going with the 1950s Alfred Hitchcock classic, North by Northwest. A very solid choice, if I do say so myself. Uh, yes. No, it is a good pick. Until it is topped by my choice the week after. Oh, I look forward to that, Hendo. Yes, you do. So thank you very much, everyone, for checking out this episode on All Boy. And we'll see you next week for Pod V Pod 46. Bye.